This NFC North predictions edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a $500 risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap. America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's propswap.com, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by PicksWise. PicksWise is the number one home of free sports betting picks. Visit PicksWise.com to make your next bet better. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Sign up at UnderdogFantasy.com with promo code SGPN and receive a free $25 entry to use in Best Ball Mania 2. For a chance to win one million dollars, and of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app. SGPN is giving you a chance to win one hundred thousand dollars in NFL Week One exclusively on the SGPN app. Hey, everybody, Jim McMahon here, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Welcome everyone to the sports game of the podcast. I'm Sean stacking that money green with my partner in picks, Ryan, real money Kramer. What's happening? Kramer? dog dog. Uh, I mean, we just the, the, the marathon continues Yeah, division number five in the NFL preview series, Sean. Uh, we've already done AFC and NFC West. We've already done the AFC North. We've already done the NFC South. And now we are here to discuss the beautiful NFC North. Lots of drama. If I'm going to nominate a division to be as the league turns, mm. at least for the off season stretch, I don't know if you have that music with us, Sean. It's got to be the Green Bay Packers. Aaron Rodgers, will he come Life back? Sands through the hourglass. So are the days of our league. And what's this? It was all a dream, Ryan. We were in a coma, and we awoke. And Aaron Rodgers is back. We thought he was dead, but no. Aaron is here. Not only in our hearts, he's back. Not only that, our favorite character from season three, Randall Cobb, back <laughs> in the house. <laughs> I thought he, I thought he died in a poisoning <laughs> accident. No, he's back, uh, back to, uh, back to life there. Aaron always loved him the most. I was going <laughs> to save it for the green Bay Packers section, but we kind of fell into this uh, anyway. So let's get to it. Hypothetical Ryan, who does Aaron Rodgers well, like well, talking to more mm. green Bay Packers management or his family? <sighs> well, I mean, I've, I know he doesn't like his family or maybe his family doesn't like him for his lifestyle choices. Uh, but it seems like right now in the, in the high school girl attention span uh, world that we live in, 
that he is currently in his power rankings, his family less threatening to him than the Green Bay front office. Yeah, I think uh, the should family. We just, should we just start with the Packers? Well, Ryan, you know what we got to start with. Oh. Friend of the program, presenting sponsor. That's right, Win Bet. Oh man, the summer of Win continues. That's right, getting you ready for winning season. W Y N N season. Some call it football season. I call it winning season because I use the Win Bet app. All you got to do is go to W Y N N B E T dot com or just uh, check it out in the App Store. The Win Betting app. Get. They got it all. Everything you want to bet on, boosted parlays, in-game wagering, yes. Do they have uh, awesome player props? Yes. Can you earn rewards for the Win Resort via the Win Betting app? Just saw that breaking news. A uh, yes. Win bet. They got it all. And the best, save it for last, a risk-free $500 sports bet. What more can you ask for, Kramer? We're going to be talking a ton of futures, ton of props, and a perfect time to also fire up your your window over at PropSwap.com, America's uh, number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Again, best part about it is, let's say you had the Packers last year to win the Super Bowl, mm. probably probably Loser. a decent decent. No, no, Ryan, you no. could have sold it. At the NFC Championship game, guaranteeing win. yourself a profit. A losing ticket can win. Yes, because wow. uh, you can sell it. And I thought you said we woke up from the dream. <laughs> and you can, uh, you can obviously you can buy tickets as well. It's mm. the it's like eBay for sports tickets. You can buy and sell, ensuring you'll get the best price. Average sellers on PropSwap make over five hundred dollars per month. I mean, between your part time job at PropSwap and your risk free sports bet, you should be loaded up. Ready to go for the football season again? Prop swap—it's where America buys and sells sports bets. Cream dog, let's do it. I gotta—I gotta get to selling, I guess. All right, Uh, let's go back to the order we were gonna do. Bears. Well, they were eight and eight last year, Sean. Mm. Uh, The uh, Mitchell Trubisky experiment is over. Uh, They pushed their win total last year. This year, seven and a half. Uh, minus one fifteen on the over. Uh, same way going the other way. Five fifty to win the division. Thirty five to one to win the NFC. Sixty five to one to win the Super Bowl. Those stood out to me as shorter than they should be. I think um, key additions. Obviously, uh, it's all about the quarterback. Uh, they picked up. Uh, future Hall of Current Hall of Famer, I think Justin Fields, based on the performance <laughs> in the preseason. Ryan's uh, Andy, Ryan's, Andy Ryan's Dalton mad that the also Giants didn't uh, take Justin. F- they they got their uh, second and third choice at quarterback after striking out on the Russell Wilson sweepstakes. Uh, Andy Dalton joins the team. Uh, Damian Williams, which we haven't discussed a lot in fantasy, kind of a sneaky pickup. He did sit out. He opted out for yeah. COVID, but um, you know he's got to be fresh. You have. I mean, uh, we're, I know. Just a quick sidebar on on fantasy. I know we're big on David Montgomery. Yep. You threw out David Montgomery to lead the uh, league in rushing at thirty to one. I, I've been dabbling with that as well. I like that. But you're Value. right. You're right. Damian Williams maybe stealing some because Tariq Cohen. I don't think is going to steal anything. He's still dealing with no. uh, coming off that ACL injury. But Damian Williams. Uh, again, haven't heard a ton of him coming out of camp. But he is he is a legit threat both in fantasy and just. Overall prop betting, uh, 
Yeah, and and and, and honestly, Montgomery, it, it it's just the value. Like he has a chance to if this team is on the better side of their projection, he has the chance to get so many carries. Uh, they also brought in uh, the the lineman from Oklahoma State, uh, Tevin Jenkins, to go with Justin Fields, and then of course uh, Mitch, he's gone. He's up in Buffalo. Uh, Kyle Fuller is gone, which that mm. one that hurts. That's going to be meaningful. I mean, Vic Fangio, his former coach, immediately swooped up and signed him. What does that tell you? He's a player. Yeah, he's a dog. So, dog. I think when it comes to handicapping this team, it really like how much do you believe in Justin Fields is the narrative because for their win total to be at seven and a half in a situation where they're either starting Andy Dalton. Yep, and we saw what Andy Dalton looks like with less skilled players around him last year in Dallas. Maybe a better offensive line. I don't know. It's questionable. Or do you believe in Justin Fields and he's the second coming? I mean, people putting him in the Hall of Fame already. We just we just visited Can. I didn't <laughs> see his bust anywhere, Sean. Ryan, you say uh, you act like I'm nervous about the upcoming season. The amount of preemptive shade you're throwing at Justin Fields Why? is is telling. Is it? Here's the thing to me. I'm uh, just I'm just affirming my position. I'm getting it, my feet it, it, anchored in the sand as the waves it, crash. Is by. Matt Nagy securing his job? No, right? We both agree that you you trade up to draft a quarterback. This is not Patrick Mahomes because that implies that they're already a playoff team. That they have Alex Smith. That everyone is securing their jobs. It's the exact opposite. They have Andy Dalton. They're they're, all- they're in desperate need for any sort of offensive bump. They're also the Chicago Bears, who who have never had a quarterback, and maybe maybe Justin Fields is that guy. Here's the thing: I mean, the defense was pretty solid last year, and you, the Kyle Fuller loss is does make sense to bring up. Uh, opponents' yards per play for Chicago, tenth in the league at five point four. They always have a, a a pretty solid defense, the Bears, and they're actually they've never had a losing year under Matt Nagy, even last year. Kind of a weird year. Started out hot, then got super cold. Finished strong. Got to the playoffs. Yeah, eight and eight. Other than that, they've never had a losing year under Matt Nagy, which is crazy. Again, that he's on the hot seat when uh, another coach out there on the West Coast has three six-win seasons, and it's no one's even discussing him being well, on the hot people, seat. And you want to talk about quarterback issues? No one cares Doesn't about Matt football. Nagy get a pass? No one cares about. Well, I. Again, I, Here, here's the problem with Matt Nagy is he's had a loaded roster everywhere else, and and the problem is the GM picked his quarterback. He traded up for him, and it wasn't the right guy. And so this team you're talking about Mitch Trubisky, yeah. And this team is chasing, right? And what do yeah. you know when we're out in Vegas, right? What do you know about the guy who's chasing? It's right, not a, it's not a good spot to be in. No. Chase, when chase, wh- chase. When you're chasing something, it means you're overextending yourself, and while I'll give you that they weren't a bad team last year, and Matt Nagy has managed to to uh, put them in a position where they're fighting for for the playoffs every year. But the question I would ask you is, yeah, do are they really upgraded at the quarterback position? This yes, one hundred percent. Yes, and here's the thing: they got a they got eight wins with one of the worst offenses in the league. Quietly, last two years, twenty fourth and twenty seventh in EPA. The past two seasons, mm. dead last in third down conversions over expectation. Mitch Trubisky and Nick Foles sucked pretty hard. They figured out a version of the offense that Mitch Trubisky uh, ran. It was a lot of boot action, design runs, RPOs. Now you bring in a uh, 
Mitchell Trubisky on steroids, aka Justin Fields, a better runner, a, a guy that's better suited for boot action, a guy with just overall way more confidence than Mitch Trubisky, a guy that played at Ohio State versus one year at UNC. Uh, and the Bears could have some secondary issues. The offensive line is a red flag. How do you help the offensive line? RPOs, boot action, a running quarterback. The the leash on Andy Dalton. I know he said it's my time. Okay, Andy Dalton. I, I get it. You, you don't for the 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 issue is Andy Dalton has no perspective on Andy Dalton because That's he true. is Andy Dalton. Whoa. Mind blown right there. <laughs> the leash is so short on Andy Dalton. It, you know, if he doesn't start out three and oh, I think they, I think fields comes in. I think it's an, it, and that's, and I think fields winning the job is a real possibility. I mean, last time we checked on the odds, it was like plus two fifty. It is not, it is not a crazy big dog for that, for that, for fields to start. So that's where I'm at with this bears team. I, I think they're quietly going to su- surprise. It, sa- it sounds like and, you're high on them. Yeah. And breakout potential for Cole Komet, Allen Robinson, dog. I, I liked, I liked Mooney as a receiver. He got open deep. Foles had him a couple times. He dropped that ball in the playoffs, but uh, he could be explosive. Fields to start, and I'm gonna blow my prop because I think you nailed an important point. The best way to to do something with a bad offensive line is throw the kid that can run around yeah. back there, and that's what they did last year with Mitch. And and that was like Mitch best version of Mitch was that. Uh, and when you when you read the stuff coming out of camp, they're basically saying like, boy, Andy Dalton's gonna get his ass kicked back there. That's that's what they go with because they're not gonna get. They're yeah, not. He's getting, a, he's a statue. At, no, because the offensive line is bad. Right. Like, no, that's more, what I'm saying. Yeah, he's a statue. A, more as a commentary on the line though, and and so. You know, I guess echoing what you're saying, and I guess the the other thing I would say, uh, part of the reason I I think I do like the offense a little bit is that the defense is a little bit top heavy. They've seen an increase in adjusted games lost to injury every year, Mm. and they haven't seen a ton of that defensive variance you tend to see year to year. Could this be the year that the top breaks and they don't have the depth because they've been slinging around their draft picks like like their uh, hot tamales or something like that? Do people sling hot tamales <laughs> like they like I sling a tip at the taco guy? Uh, I I think if an, another one of these teams that is hyper fragile and if the defense falls at all because don't don't be mistaken the, the defense is why this team was able to go eight and eight last year and if the defense isn't quite there. And I'm I'm less confident that they will be there. I think we will see Justin Fields running for his life. And I think And that's that's a winning formula. Short term, that's a winning formula. It's a winning formula in fantasy. I don't know if it's a winning formula uh in fo- real football, Sean. And the last thing I'll say, uh, they have the hardest schedule according to DVOA. And that is the part again, like we some of these schedules have really put us on or off a team. And I think when we go through the Bears. We're gonna see it, but I I do not have I'm not all in, and it could be because I'm obviously rooting for the Giants to get a good <laughs> draft pick with the one that they they uh, they traded away. But should we? Are you ready to go? I'm ready. Let's go. Chicago, week one at the Rams Sunday Night Football. That's that's no easy 
do they start the rookie there? That's you got to put Dalton out there for that game though, right? Isn't that what makes it hard? But it's secretly, I, I, I don't know. I got to do more a deep dive on NFL Week One. So don't hold me to this. Don't you kind of like the Bears against Matt Stafford, Ryan? That Bears defense that knows oh, that's knows Matt Stafford's tricks. Nagy, I no, mean, but, but I, not not really because I think this. I, I think the Bears' offensive line can be pretty bad, and that's not somewhere you want to be when uh, when uh, Aaron Donald's coming at you. Cincinnati at home, at Cleveland, Detroit at home. I mean, I see two winnable games, and I see two extremely difficult road road games there. So, uh, could they slip up and lose to Detroit? Some kneecap uh, slaughtering. No, I, early I, in the season, Jared Goff feeling good. I got him two and two, but I, yeah. I think three and one is very much in the mix there. Mm, all right, I'm two and two. You think they can win a road game? I like it. At Las Vegas, Green Bay at home, at Tampa, San Francisco at home. Two and two. Mm. I'll, I'll be. A, I kind of want that go. Raiders game is going to feel like a home game. Kind of want to. They go. get. They win one of their that's, home games. That's true. At Pittsburgh on Monday night football by week ten, Baltimore at home at Detroit on Thanksgiving, which that that probably is that they always win that game. At Detroit always loses. Dallas always loses. It's Ari- it's a crazy lock. Arizona at home, Oof. they can win that two and two. Soldier F- Kyler out at Soldier Field in December. That, Ryan, that's a loss. I think yeah, two and two. Two and well. Then maybe maybe they know how to play this Ravens team. I'm gonna go three and one. Slight surprise there. All right, last last quad at Green Bay on Sunday Night Football. Minnesota in prime time. That's probably a win at Seattle. Giants at home. Two and two. Well, that's gonna be for the draft pick. I'm gonna say one and three for the first overall pick, Ryan. You're that down on Chicago. Ah, here we go. <laughs> two and two. Yeah, two and two. And then uh, final game is at Minnesota. That's a loss for me. Hmm. Uh, they already they already beat Minnesota in prime time. Yeah, it's it's tough to yeah give them the prime time game at home. Lose one at Minnesota. What do I got them at? Eight and nine. Ooh, you got them at nine. Nine and eight. Nine and eight. I gotta, I gotta chop them down. I seven and ten. I didn't. I don't think I want them. Yeah, seven and ten. That's probably fair. I don't think they do that well though. Make no, I, I like them. I like them over. Mm-mm. Do you know what the uh, make playoffs price is for the Bears? Oh, did I not put that? Because <laughs> the the them to win the division at five fifty, that's just tough. Conference don't want any part of Super Bowl sixty five to one. That's Goddamn crazy, but them to make the playoffs. I mean, there's seven teams. I could definitely see them sneak it in. Yes, plus two ten. Oh yeah, I'm in on I'm in on the Chicago team making the playoffs. Yes, plus two ten. Let's no go. is minus two eighty. Uh, ah, good luck, Sean. I I don't see it. I don't see it. I, I just well, that's why people listen to the podcast, right? Sean. You you Differing were opinions. You were on. Uh, you know, we we believed it. Wasn't wasn't the guy on the whiteboard, and you're telling me, of all the GMs in the National Football League, not only does does he GM for the Bears, but he G he he felt Mitch Trubisky was the guy to trade up for in a draft class with Deshaun Watson and you, Patrick. You Mahomes. remember though, RG three, right? You remember these guys who scramble a bunch, 
and have a have a good first year, and then the league kind of figures them out. They don't have that, uh, you know, mental ability to go through all the progressions. They're not that, you know, next level quarterback. I'm not no, saying that's Justin Fields is or isn't, but I'm saying to me, he definitely fits that profile of a rookie that comes in and with his legs helps carry them to some wins that they shouldn't normally win. Okay. That's what I got it at. And seven, I, 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 I think I question him long-term as the quarterback, but I think especially first year before they realize how to play a guy like uh, Justin Fields, I think there's a ton of value in them. And, and I think they're going to be dogs in a lot of situation. And I, and I do think the, their defense is just historically pretty solid. Yeah. So uh, that's where I'm at. And, and prop bet again, all over David Montgomery this year, give me David Montgomery over a thousand and a half rush yards. It's, it's partially a volume thing, um, but yeah, I, I think they're going to pound the ball a bunch. Give either, either Dalton or Justin Fields, easy play action looks. Yeah. I mean, I feel like you, you'd be, I mean, my prop is to go take the plus one ninety on fields. I, I don't, I'm not really sure how they put Dalton out there. Well, the the problem is they've said so many times that Andy Dalton is the starter. I still think they give him one. Maybe game. you're right, but, but maybe it's easier to do it before the season starts. Someone's getting hurt. The Rams are hurting someone. <laughs> Again, with that offensive line, Justin Fields makes a ton of sense. All right, we're brought to you, Ryan. Picks wise, the number one home of free sports betting picks, props, and parlays, helmed by a team of trend watching, data devouring sports fanatics, giving you the who, how, and why behind every prediction for every game or sorry, for every game, every day and every sport all for free. Visit pickswise.com to make your next bet better. Again, you're listening to this. You love free picks. You love sports gambling. Just head over to pickswise.com. Give them a whirl. Pickswise backs responsible gambling. If you or someone you know wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Kramer also my new favorite daily fantasy app prize picks. That's right. You know, we love uh we love talking player stats, player totals. All you got to do, pick 2 to 5 players, decide if they will go over or under their stat projection. It's just that easy. They have a ton of stats to choose from, yards, receptions, touchdown, even fantasy points. And again, the more players you pick, the more you win. You can uh win up to 10 extra money. Wow, that is a uh, crazy. I I love the cross sport action, NFL, college football, NBA, college basketball, so many options. And if you're a DJ on the run, prize picks entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. Their app is uh, 4.8 stars in the App Store. Again, it is the easy way to play daily fantasy. Daily fantasy simplified. Find it in the App Store and Google Play. Use promo code SGP to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. That's prize picks, promo code SGP. All right, Sean. Next up, Green Bay Packers, thirteen and three again. Over nine again. Yeah, and last year felt like the regression year for them, right? We, I, I feel like before the season, we were we were screaming regression. Yeah, or people were people were. We, I, I don't believe we were. I think we were kind of like, hey, why not? Uh, Ten is the win total this year. The drama's over. Aaron Rodgers is going to play at least one more season in Green Bay. <laughs> I, I think, if nothing else, he's he's clearly angry and he wants to go somewhere else, and and that could be the recipe for a fiery year. Ten is the win total, minus one fifty on the over, plus one twenty on the under. A little bit of manipulation there. 
minus one sixty to win the division, plus six hundred to win the conference, thirteen to one to win the Super Bowl. Matt Lafleur seems like he's a pretty good coach. Uh, we like Jamal Williams, but I don't know if we're too worried about him leaving. Uh, they do still have AJ Dillon waiting in the wings, second round pick last year. One of those picks that didn't make Aaron happy. Uh, I I do think it probably, if nothing else, is the fact that he's got Randall Cobb. The fact that he got his boy. It was all about free, Randall Cobb. Freedom is around the corner. What is the Randall Cobb of his relationship with his parents, Ryan? Is there just one? one? Maybe they maybe he wanted to adopt Randall Cobb into his family as well. I, I just think that uh, you know, obviously he's he was pissed off that they got rid of Randall Cobb, uh, <laughs> and he's trying to prove a point or something. But I think this is a team that's made the conference championship two games in a, or two seasons in a row. Yep. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is still in in his prime. Can you have back to back fu seasons? Or and maybe this is his third FU season in a row. The first one didn't feel like as uh, an FU. And again, why we were all over how he was actually going to stay. One, an athlete's never going to give the money back. But two, he's done really well in the Matt Lafleur system. He really likes yeah. Matt Lafleur and the way he calls games. And, and you see it. They they have they have the running game. Uh, they have the receivers. We we love what him and Devonte Adams can do. I think as soon as he confirmed he was coming back, Devonte Adams becomes the number one fantasy wide receiver. Yeah. And for you to sit here and tell me that their win total should only be ten, uh, I, like we need to have a further conversation. I get it. They have a tough schedule. Number three, according to uh, Football Outsiders. Uh, they had an easier schedule last year. Sure, they have their shortcomings on defense, but they again crowds. They have a home field advantage. Yeah, they're, that's they're, gonna matter. They got a nice bump. They're the they're the fucking Packers, and they once again, if the Vikings are the team that's gonna be their competition, I'm not worried. I love minus one sixty for them to win the division. I think it's an absolute deal. I think uh, back to the coach. I think the coach. Is clearly putting them in the best position to win, and Aaron Rodgers sees his freedom. Like this is his send off. This is his Lambeau send off season, and he, you know, for someone who, who likes drama, he's surely going to be aware of that. I mean, look at him. He's at camp. He's having a good time. He's loose. This team is loose. The whole team knows this could be it. This could be their last dance, uh, as they're calling it, <laughs> and. and you know, even uh, you know Randall Cobb aside, Amari Rogers is an exciting addition, and we liked uh, what Eric Stokes uh, as a draft prospect, Sean. So uh, this to me is the too cute win total of the year. I understand why they're putting it at ten minus one fifty. I would love to just take over ten and a half. Uh, I have not. Well, when you when you were talking about him escaping, I was thinking of the Shawshank Redemption. That's where it though. Andy has the rock, and he just. Doing what he's pounding on the pipe to get out of there. It does feel like this, but whatever to, to, it takes to that other side, if things start going a little poorly or there's any hiccup, is he really going to give a shit? He'll just be like, oh, I'm not coming back next year. But he doesn't really seem when he's actually on the field, he doesn't seem to have that mode. That seems to be reserved for his personal life. You can't be that good at football and act like he's going to go on the field and not give it his all. Yeah. Uh, that's the part. So, so for them 
to lose for you to lose this bet on the win total at ten. They have to go nine and you would have to lose eight games. Kidding me? How many times in Aaron Rodgers' career has he lost more than eight games? Zero. Incorrect. One. One. Twenty eighteen, where they bottomed out six nine and one. Uh, He got hurt. He got hurt that year. No, but he he started sixteen games. Did he? Yeah, you're thinking of 2017 uh, where he got hurt. He was four and three. Uh, another year he was six and three in shortened seasons. But yeah, I mean, there's a there's a reason he's Aaron Rodgers. He's good. He's gonna win a bunch of games. And and they don't have McCarthy there. They have a real coach. So. No, and and again, he's got good chemistry with the floor. Um, Bakhtiari is out until October. They're saying the left tackle. That was a big reason why they. Yeah. Ended up kind of getting their shit pushed in a little bit at the uh, championship game, but even that, man, they really, they really blew some opportunities there. Yeah, um, yeah, plus seven in turnover margin. Maybe that regresses a little bit. They were four and two in one score games, but even that, that was only thirty two percent of their wins. Uh, no Jamal Williams. I, I think I think Aaron Jones is poised for a. For a massive year as well, I, and I think you were saying you were bragging Ryan in the car how many shares of Aaron Jones you have in the second round. Go back early in the summer. We're just laughing at people. Really, yeah. Aaron Jones at the end of the second round. What are you guys doing? Did you not see the last two years? We did the same thing last year. Really, you guys, Aaron, he had 16 touchdowns. What are you guys doing? When you look at their offensive production charts, total DVOA first, unadjusted VO VOA first, weighted. First passing, first rushing, fifth, first down, second, second down, first, third down, second, first half, first, second half, first, red zone, first. This is just a team that executes. And sure, you can point to Aaron Rodgers' touchdown percentage last year and say he will regress because his whatever it was like nine point one percent, super high, like a str- just insanely high. Everything all right, Sean? I dropped my glasses. Oh no! Um, Insanely high. So sure, maybe that regresses, but he had eight more touchdowns than anyone else, and I don't think many teams actually can execute the back shoulder fade like him and Devontae well, Adams well, can. That make it a cheat code, and it's just a little different. It's a little different when you have that play. It, your your touchdown percentage is going to go up when you have Devontae Adams, and I, when you have that level of trust and. You know, this is why it's important to to have some context in these stats. His touchdown percentage was really high because he was in FU mode, trying to win the MVP. He did, and they were calling a ton of passes on the one yard line. So maybe instead of getting those, it's Aaron Jones or it's AJ Dillon on a essentially a fullback dive or maybe a QB sneak. He's they still got down to the one yard Let line me ask all those you this. times. If you're Green Bay, do you want Aaron Rodgers back? Like do you do At you want quarterback? A, do you want a, do you want Aaron Rodgers with your team for more years, right? Like you Dude, don't want Is this a trick question? Yeah, of course. Of course. So, why wouldn't you give him the same treatment so he yeah, can feel exactly. good? Exactly. Give him you're you're going to leave Green Bay after back-to-back MVPs? That was the other thing that was crazy. It's like, you won the MVP. Yeah. That, why would you leave? The world is going uh, in the wrong direction, as Colby tells us all the time. Sean, <laughs> well, dome football is killing the killing this world. Uh, yeah, I mean, not not to avoid getting into many numbers, but I I think on some levels that this uh, the Packers uh, more than most teams. I feel like uh, the 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 handicap this year is much more gut than anything. Should we do the schedule? Let's go at New Orleans again. Like that, that's 
I love that first game for Aaron Rodgers. I love that at New Orleans, uh, Detroit on Monday night football at home at San Francisco in front of Aaron's family and Pittsburgh at home. Three and one. Oh yeah, I mean, who see so who do they lose to? Uh, I don't know. I I think between that Saints game may be tricky. He has struggled in the Bay Area for whatever reason. That that 49ers defensive line, I I think has their number a little bit. I'll go three and one. Maybe the Steelers steal one. I don't know. It's more just I don't know which game it is, but it's just an aggregate of those four. I think one is a problem. At Cincy, at Chicago, Washington, at home, at Arizona on Thursday night. I don't think they're are they dogs in any of these games? Mm. That's a good question. I'm gonna go four and zero. Oh. I'll go three and one. But yeah, four and zero oh is in the mix. Jesus. At Kansas City, maybe that makes a. At Kansas City on long rest, Seattle at home, at Minnesota, uh, Rams at home. That's a tricky stretch. Let's say two and two. I don't Actually, see him. You know three and one. I don't see him losing at home because the other one, the uh, the quadrant before was close to four and zero. Oh, so I'll go three and one. Three and one. For me as well, by week super late week thirteen. Then we have Chicago at home Sunday night football at Baltimore, Cleveland at home on Christmas. Sorry, mom, can't come home for Christmas. And Aaron, such yeah, a he, doesn't, he's, he won't be distracted with family obligations for Christmas. Vikings at home on Sunday night football. We'll just you can circle both. They're uh, not losing the divisional games on Sunday night football. They're not, not to, losing not to fucking Kirk Cousins. Aaron Rodgers not losing to Baker Mayfield on Christmas. No. That that just wouldn't happen. Uh, three and one. Three and one. Yeah, shit. And then we have uh, to to wrap up the season uh, at Detroit. Will they need this game? Hmm, that's that's. Uh, I guess I'll say win. Boy, I don't think I've I've ra- Yeah. They 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 might need it. I better be careful. So we'll just say they win. Sean, you had them going thirteen and four. Yeah, I mean back to back thirteen and three years. I wish I had a hotter take on the Packers and to say they're going to completely suck. But man, you have a a two game. I mean eleven and six, and you're still hitting the over. You're paying for it with the juice. It's minus one fifty. But again, Aaron Rodgers isn't a guy who's going to lose nine games. No, I have, four- and that's how. You know that, or, or sorry. So if, if he lost eight games, even um, you would go under there at nine and eight. So yeah, even that, I just I don't see. Fourteen it. and three is what I got. Yeah. Oh wait, you're fourteen and three. <laughs> Jesus Christ, right? So are you? Are do you like? Uh, where do you like them on the futures then? I mean, I I feel just as confident with the Packers as I do with the Bucks. Mm. I mean, I think th- those are the chalky division uh, division to me. I think it's. A, I think minus one sixty suggests that I should be scared of the Vikings, and I, you know, I, we'll get to the Vikings in a little bit. I, I just don't know if it's there. Yeah, I mean, I guess uh, I guess Green Bay to win the division at minus one sixty is, man, I'm gonna throw that in the future. And, and, and I'm gonna take. I mean, six to one to win the conference. This is a team that's been mm. at the doorstep the past two years, and and this could be the last hurrah. Well, Ryan, if you bet that on prop swap, then you got a nice uh, hedge opportunity. If they, 
they get to the NFC championship. And, and let's game. add one more. I gave this out earlier in the summer and somehow him announcing he's coming back and being at training camp has made it go down. But Aaron Rodgers uh to have the most passing touchdowns is now eight to one. Wow, really? I think it was six oh to one when God. I first gave it out, maybe. I, I yeah, don't know. I mean there's you would think there's gonna be some regression there, but even if there is, it's still fun at eight to one. Um, my prop bet, I'm gonna go Aaron Jones over. 1400 and a half combined rushing and receiving yards. I, I think no Jamal Williams opens up a ton of opportunity for him. He hit over this number last year in 14 games. So again, it's tough to project. He'll play all 17, but even if he only plays 14, I, I still think he's going to get more of a volume because they use Jamal Williams a decent amount in the red zone and, and he got a decent amount of goal line looks. Uh, yeah, so I, I think he uh, I think he takes care of this. So is that your prop then, Ryan? Uh, uh, Rogers to lead the uh, league in passing touchdowns at eight to one. Yeah, I again I sure I, I get it. It's a little chalky, but why would who who's gonna who, who's gonna be the guy that that take the Mahomes, Josh Allen maybe? Yeah, I mean I, I get the 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 other quarterbacks in that mix that would maybe steal it away from them. But I mean, at eight to one, it's Aaron Rodgers. There's still, there's still a bunch of value there. Yeah. I mean, just, just look at the, look at the, look at the amount of times he passes in inside the 10 to your point. Well, right. Before we close things out on the Packers, of course, shout out to the brat stop, the best brat shop in America. And uh, Ryan is wearing the brat stop t-shirt it says, ask me about my wiener. So Ryan, how, yeah, how is your wiener? <laughs> Uh, the last, I mean, my wiener is good. Um, wieners in general are good. I like them on a pretzel roll. Oh man. Some mustard. This is going to be one hell of a transition into manscaped.com. <laughs> if people are asking about your wiener and saying, Hey, what's going on with your wiener, man, you got to clean that thing up. You got to head over to manscaped.com where you can use the promo code SGP for 20% off and free shipping. 20% off and free shipping. 2 million men have already joined the manscaped movement, which means if you're not doing it, uh, when you get in the bedroom, there's certain expectations that are already set. So if you're not coming in there with a clean uh, playing field, you could be in trouble. Again, if you've ever tried to do this yourself with a manual pair of scissors, do not recommend it. I've, uh, Nicked uh, the old uh, coin purse a couple times. It is that thing starts bleeding. We've all seen uh, <laughs> something about Mary, where uh, you know oh, the, the bean is above the Franks. They bring in the uh, <laughs> fire department. <laughs> they have to go. They have to get the fire department. How'd you get? The, how'd you get the Franks above the beans? Great, uh, great movie. It and is a good question. Uh, great product with Manscaped.com. They also have an ear and hair trimmer. Yeah, my old lady's always on my case about my ear hair, my nose hair. Again, they have a proprietary skin safe technology, which uh, helps prevent nicks, snags, and tugs on those uh, delicate areas. They also got the crop preserver, ball deodorant. Oh, and uh, they got some boxers and uh, a sweet travel bag, which I use and uh, highly recommend. Manscaped, the lawnmower 4.0. Again, they just bring technology. Final note, obviously use promo code SGP manscaped.com 20% off and free shipping your balls. Well, thank you Kramer.
Vikings. Uh, let's speaking go. Speaking of balls or lack thereof, Kirk Cousins and the no Min- Minnesota Vikings last year, Sean, seven and nine. The defense kind of failed them. They weren't the, the worst offensive team. They went under uh, their win total of nine. This year it's nine again, minus 110 each way, plus 250 to win the division. I've seen a lot of people make that as a sexy pick this year. 22 to 1 to win the NFC, 50 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. There's nothing I'm more out on is the the, the idea of them winning the conference or the Super Bowl hasn't even <laughs> crossed my mind. Like I haven't even felt a simulation go down that <laughs> rabbit hole. Uh as far as the the team Love the uh, the kid out of Virginia Tech. Oh, offensive lineman should shore up the uh, situation there. A lot of help to the defense. Um, you know they they. I don't know if I'm too concerned about much of their losses. We like Zimmer. We like the way he develops a defense. We expect the defense to take a step forward. Uh, Kirk Cousins is still hanging on. Are is this like every year? It seems or everyone the Vikings kind of pop their head up. And Mike Zimmer generally gets the most juice out of the fruit up there in Minnesota. They have an awesome home field advantage. Speaking of crowd being back, uh, the spaceship's dynamic uh, at least during the day when Kirk home Cousins to the Super can't, Bowl Fifty Two can't blow it. Uh, but is the defense going to step forward enough to to hang in there if the offense isn't? Because it does seem like this team ha- like this team's heading in the right direction. Yeah, and again, they also they are one of those teams where a home home field really <laughs> my thinking noise home you just field made a Mike Leach thinking uh, noise home field uh, <laughs> someone should pull the Mike Leach sound effects uh, those are great uh, home field is gonna matter since 2016 Minnesota had a 24 nine uh, 24 nine record and it was 21 nine and three against the spread at home so. At home, non-prime time, they're a team yeah. you want to bet on. Uh, Zimmer was fired up with that defense, saying it was like the worst defense they ever had. They're not going to let that happen again, and, and you kind of got to believe him. Nothing crazy as far as the turnover margin, one-score games. I mean, they were three and three in three-point games, six and four in one-score games. Nothing, nothing crazy outlier there. And and they had a pretty tough schedule last year. Uh, they didn't get unlucky from a from an expected wins or a Pythag perspective, Sean. But uh, this year the schedule is pretty tough again, uh, according to the Football Outsiders. It's seventh. Uh, you you were talking about Zimmer earlier. I did jot down a quote uh, from him. That he, talking to the team, he he he's been telling them we can't start winning until we stop losing. <laughs> and if that isn't some great mind great blown coach speak, I don't know what is uh, my concern with this team is that we, I, I do trust Zimmer to have the defense taking a step forward. They just don't have much of a ceiling with Kirk cousins. Is that I, what it I is? wrote down on my notes. Kirk cousins is Kirk cousins, mm. right? And not to get, Ooh. not to get too <laughs> meta, but like that. very meta. We don't. We know who Kirk Cousins is. A lot. Some of these second-year quarterbacks, even a third-year quarterback, maybe make a jump and show you a different level to their game. But Kirk Cousins is Kirk Cousins. Yeah. And you know, maybe he's gonna spend his time in the locker room in a in a plastic uh, phone booth. But regardless, he's gonna be a guy who has consistent stats but lacks top-level play. When you're driving to the stadium on Sunday as a defensive coordinator, you're not worried 
about stopping Kirk Cousins. No. But the to that to the other side of it, they do have Dalvin Cook, they do have Justin Jefferson, they do have Adam Thielen. Like they have a bunch of good guys around him that can kind of help carry the offense. But but can they carry it to a crazy ceiling? That's tough to predict. And and we've seen Kirk Cousins perform really well the last two years. I think you look at a lot of his throwing metrics, uh, well above career averages at a lot of things: yards per temp, uh, touchdown percentages, uh, lows on interception. So I, I don't believe in Kirk Cousins. I, I don't know necessarily believe this offense has a ton of room to take a step forward. And so unless the defense really uh, takes a huge, a massive step forward. It's unlikely this team is going to win enough games to to threaten in this division. Now, are they going to be an interesting uh, team in the wild card race? Probably, probably because I think we're going to see a situation where you know you you have nine wins, ten wins, definitely in the NFC is probably going to get you in. So. It's hard. I would say that here's what I'll say about Minnesota. We're going to go through the schedule. I've already peaked at this one too. I feel like it's hard to get them below set. Like you'll see they have a tight, they have a very narrow, like outcome. I feel like with this team, it's not going to, they're not, there's no way they're going to be like a four win team and I zero chance. They're going to be a 12 win team. Yeah. It it does feel like it's going to be eight to 10 wins. But again, normally the Vikings are a fun team to bet on against the spread. Zimmer has a great record with them. They were only six and ten against the spread. One of the tied for second worst. Only the Cowboys were worse against the spread. Uh, five and eleven. People wonder why we always pick against the Cowboys. That's an easy eleven and five easy money. Uh, stack I had last year. So Minnesota is normally a team you like betting on against the spread, but last year six and ten. Uh, it does feel like it's going to correct itself a little bit, but maybe. Maybe it already is corrected itself as far as like where the lines are. Uh, you know, they're favored in nine games, but by like an average of like point one. So it seems pretty neutral. Like there's not super high expectations. But again, that's the Vikings, right? Well, that's why the win total is nine, right? Yeah. Like it's it's it could nine is the new eight, Sean. It's right down <laughs> the middle. I mean, slightly above average in terms of win win total. You want to get through this schedule. Let's go. All right, Minnesota. At Cincinnati, I feel like that's a pretty decent draw for them to get catch the Bengals. Burrow, I, I still don't think Burrow is going to be healthy. At Arizona, week two. Seattle at home. Cleveland at home. Those are tough spots. Uh, hard to see them. Uh, are we saying? Th- do we say? Do we dare say three and one here? Could could they get off to a hot start, Sean? Uh, Vikings. I mean, they're one of those teams. <sighs> Shit. I don't. I don't know. I mean, the schedule does toughen up. I, you know the, what? The, the problem is the Bengals game is so obvious. Everyone's already bet the, the Vikings to beat the Bengals week one, and it's hard to build a case against it. At Cardinals, that could be a slip up. Uh, Seahawks at home, uh, and, and then Browns at home. I'll say I, two and two. Yeah, I'm gonna say two and two, but maybe three and one because of that Bengals game. But uh, two and two. Detroit at Carolina by week seven. And then we have Dallas on Sunday night football. And Shit, that is a real Ryan. That is Sophie's choice. Either take Kirk Cousins at home or take the Cowboys. <laughs> Kirk Cousins at home in prime time. And then at Baltimore to close that segment out. Mm. Two and two. Kirk Cousins can't win in prime. Hey, he wins once in a while in prime time. He can beat the Cowboys. 
two and two. Uh, I'm going to say two and two, but again, yeah, I, I just feel like I want to say two and two every time with this team at chargers, green Bay at home at Niners at Detroit. This is a tricky one. I'm going to say one and three. That is a really tough stretch. And again, they're, they're not the same team on the road that they are at home. And and I think that home two home field is really going to matter for them. All right. Next up, we got Pittsburgh at Chicago Rams at home at green Bay. Jesus oh. Christ. Pittsburgh was a Thursday night game too. Well, Je- that's at least at home Thursday Jesus. night at home. That's going to be a tough spot for the Steelers. I'll go two and two. So we have, but they could, they could go one and three here for sure. Sean, that's three primetime games. Sorry. Pittsburgh, <laughs> Thursday night football oh, at you're Chicago, right. Monday night football, one and three Rams at home <laughs> one at and three. green Bay primetime. I'll go one and three as well. And then I have, I have the bears beating them, right? I gave the bears the bonus game. Yeah, I think you did. No, we both have the bears losing. Okay. Then what do uh, I'm probably eight and nine, right? I'm eight and nine. You're seven and 10. Yeah. I mean, uh, I don't know. And we were close. You were close to going six and 11 because the first That's four, true. but I, again, even just looking at this number nine, I, I think the play is under, but again, I, I will not be locking up this win total because Mike Zimmer getting this team to nine and eight is not crazy. Them to win the division at plus two fifty makes no sense. I I don't see that path. All the futures. On I mean, I would I would rather take Bears to win the division at plus five fifty if we're going to take someone besides the Packers. I mean, to me, Bears and Vikings are are pretty even. I I don't see the one and a half game win difference between there. I I see why it's priced that way, but. I have the Bears and the Vikings being way closer to even than than that. Vikings miss playoffs minus one forty. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna get down on that. Is that is although that, eh, you know eh, I'm gonna stay away. That's a good just, price. I, I'm just I'm just gonna stay no on uh, or j- I'm just gonna stay on the under because th- the idea that Zimmer pulls it out and they get to nine and eight that's not again that's not a crazy place for this team to get to. The uh, Packers to make the playoffs is only minus two eighty. <laughs> That's pretty wild, Ryan. What do you got for your prop bet on the Minnesota Vikings? Uh, Kirk Cousins to go under touchdowns twenty eight oh, and a half. Shit, we I have the same exact one. Lock it up. You like that? Uh, you like uh, that? And for multiple reasons. Yeah, it, yeah, and it's not. It's not even. I think their offense is going to be that bad. I'm just super high on Dalvin Cook. I didn't want to give his over. Rushing yards because I've been giving out so much Dalvin Cook already, but there's multiple ways they get to that. It's like one, he's he just doesn't throw 29 passing touchdowns because the offense isn't that good. But two, they just give it to Dalvin Cook a lot when he's close to the goal line. I think you have that. I think you have to, re, you know, there's going to be some sort of feeling touchdown regression, and he's yeah a target number two in the red zone. Uh, Dalvin Cook's target number one, and the target number three is playing for the Giants and Kyle Rudolph. And I don't know if Irv Smith's just going to be that guy. Obviously, Kirk Cousins and Kyle Rudolph had some chemistry, so I, I think for a lot of reasons, uh, also maybe less possessions in general in the red zone because the defense is better. Uh, you know, yada yada yada. There, go under. Plus, yeah. I mean, I don't know if you heard how many. Let, should we get a final count? Minnesota has one. Two, three, four primetime games as of right now. So <laughs> that's not. Good. I mean, you know, if oh it's 
Well, if it's not broken, don't fix it, Ryan. Mm-hmm. And, and that certainly applies to Kirk Cousins, who is broken when it comes to prime time games. Ryan, we have a special guest joining us when we break down the Detroit Lions. But before we do, let's hear about the beautiful game. The summer of soccer continues on Paramount Plus. Stream over 2,000 soccer matches a year from around the world. That's all the heart pounding drama from CBS Sports, including UEFA Champions League. Europa League, Italy's Serie A, Argentina's Primera División, the Brasiliaro, the NWSL, the Asian Football Confederation, and the CONCACAF qualifiers featuring the stars from the U.S. and Mexican men's national teams, plus much more. It's the best of the beautiful game with all the beautiful names like Messi, Mbappe, Ronaldo, Rapino, Pulisic. Be part of the excitement as champions are crowned and history is made. The world's game lives here on Paramount plus visit paramountplus.com to start your free trial and stream every match live. Joining us on the line. He is a host of 97 one, the ticket, huge Detroit sports fan lions expert, Dan Leach hacking a butt here live football's right around the corner. How do you feel about your lions going into 2021? Terrible, absolutely <laughs> terrible. Well, no, listen, and you guys, we, we've done these 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 hits many times, and I, I two of my favorite guys. Thank I you. am, and I was thinking about this when I knew I was coming out with you. I am, a, I'm an absolute slap when it comes to the lines of the Michigan Wolverines, and I've always been that way. And it's part of my charm. And obviously, I'm objective. I'm not, I'm not saying 14 and two every year in a regular 16 game <laughs> season year. This year, it's 17. But I'm normally way too high in the lines and way too high in Michigan. Uh, for both, for whatever reason, maybe I'm growing up. Maybe I'm, I'm deciding to not be an idiot or something. I don't know what the deal is. I think Michigan's going to suck. And I think the lions are, I mean, the lions could really be set up for the future when it comes to what uh, Brad Sherlock Holmes, the GM is doing, what Dan <laughs> Campbell might be. If he bites kneecaps off, it doesn't get too full on him early on, but this year they're going to be terrible. And, and, and it's, there's nothing wrong with that. I want them to be in games late win a couple games. They're not supposed to, but it's all about growing, and, and they luckily have this great, I mean, at least on paper, uh, coaching staff when it comes to guys like Aaron Glenn and when it comes to Anthony Lynn and guys that were previous head coaches, Mark Cornell, the quarterback's coach. So I'm excited about that, but there is no – I have I have to talk people down and say, listen, because I'm always up for anything, and I don't want to, like – Give people crap <laughs> if they believe the Lions are going to win. Yeah, but like, what are you? This year. Yeah, like, what, what are you, what are you talking people down from? Are, are some people? I got them as seven and ten, and you got to talk them down from that, or how high? How people? What, what's the they, what's the highest prediction you've heard about the Lions? You don't even want to know. <laughs> I mean, I have I have guys that actually are somewhat reasonable. I mean, they're idiots, but that's why I love them. They're somewhat reasonable. I think the Lions are not only going to be a playoff team, but they're going to win like eleven or twelve games. I'm like, you guys are <laughs> out of your freaking minds. And and I, like I said, I'm high on this team, higher than I should be sometimes. But I'm also I, I got to since I've been in broadcasting, I got to be based in reality. I'm not a kid at middle school anymore, losing four hundred dollars in ping pong before the class starts, and then you know betting the you know the Keldean parlay cards. You got to be realistic, and, and this is about. Getting rid of and listen, I was one of the two or three media members. Not this is anything to brag about, but I was one of the two or three media members in Detroit that Matt Patricia actually liked, for for better or worse. He was god awful. He was yeah. horrendous. He was terrible with the team. He was terrible with the media. Not that that matters as much as the team. And you never have seen as many as you guys saw players, former players, going crazy in excitement and almost laughing at him on Twitter and social media when he got fired. So 
that there was there was really a lot of dancing on the Patricia grave. He oh, <laughs> I, as as someone as a casual fan, it did drive me crazy, and I think. Mike Lombardi, uh, your fellow uh, Vison guy, has pointed it out as well. But he has a pencil behind his ear, and then he has a laminated play sheet. You can't use a pencil on a laminated piece of paper. Oh. That's, a, I mean, I know that. You don't have to pretend like you're also taking the uh, SATs, with, like ready to ready to bubble in some scantrons there. Like what? What? What message were you trying to send? He didn't really come off authentic. It, it was just, hey, I'm I know Bill Belichick. I'm going to beat Bill Belichick. And as much as it's easy to goof on uh, Dan Campbell so far, and the biting kneecaps is fun, but he at least seems true to himself. And to me, when he was talking about slamming uh, seventy ounces of coffee, I go, hey, "That's a guy I can relate to." And he's a guy yeah. that you know, back in the day when I played football in high school, I know many a Dan Campbell type. I can relate to him, and I think I think players will relate to the guy. Does he have the scheme? But I think you nailed on a great point there. He has a lot of. Former head coaches at on the position, and maybe you know, in the same way that, like, best case scenario down the line, Tomlin, who maybe isn't the greatest X's and O's guy, has good coordinators, but is like a good hey, gets the players, gets game flow. Like, that's that's what you're if you're a Lions fan, that's what you're trying to talk yourself into. That's by the way, a couple things just to touch on one about Patricia. Whether it was fair or not, he was doomed ever since he literally got started with the sexual assault allegations. That was a whole yeah. that just ruined it. Whether it was fair or not, ruined everything for many different reasons. Two, I, I, in honor of you guys, I'm wearing my, my Matt Stafford coat shirt. It's obviously talking <laughs> cheek. But if Matt Stafford is going to say the only place he won't go is New England because Patricia's there, you've got problems. So yeah, and he's an all offensive that. player. Yeah, and back to your the point, too, that I, I appreciate you understanding my point because I think this is really important and it's all on paper. We know, but look at, and you mentioned Tom was a great example when it comes to a lot of times, you know, you look at guys like Jim Schwartz and former, former Lions coaches or Marty Morningweg or guys that were good coordinators, yeah. but terrible head coaches. You've got to be able to delegate. I mean, you can't do it all on your own, especially today's NFL. You've got Deuce Staley as the assistant head coach running backs. Great. great I, I mentioned Anthony Lynn, former head coach, you know, for the charges, you got Mark Brunel, you got Hank Fraley, O line coach. You got Antoine Randall, all the wide receivers coach. You got guys that played in the league at high levels for a long period of time. Players will respect them. It was the opposite of what you saw with Patricia and his assistants. And that is what gives me hope. But anyone that thinks this team, and I know the win total has been floating at four and a half, five, five and a half. Anyone that's thinking about seriously going over. And I know there's 17 games and the Lions <laughs> have the sixth toughest schedule. They do. You're being yes. insane. You're being insane. Yeah, and, and let me let me. Can I just sure. w- while we're, we're talking about the great Dan Campbell, he's given us so much already. But I, I did. <laughs> I, I wanted to just just a, a little quote that really it, it resonated with me. Uh, I love the fact that we're we're known as meatheads. I'm a meathead. I have limited brain capacity. I like that. I'm good with that. I have zero problem with that. Dan Campbell speaking to Chris Spielman in the hallways of Lions. How office. about this? How about earlier this week when they they got they got I was going to say fired. I guess in a way they did. The 17 year long snapper, fan favorite, Don Mulebach. It was his birthday, his 40th birthday. Dan Campbell said, "You know what? I'm an asshole for firing him on his birthday." Like the guy, like you said, he is authentic. Yes, he's the op- He's the anti Patricia because Patricia was faking all that stuff. And, and trying to be authentic as a Belichick guy, but that's why I respect Campbell. And I love what Brad Holmes is trying to do. The guy comes in first ever GM job. He was always good at drafting the college guys, which the Lions have needed, not a pro scout guy like Bob Quinn was who did really next to nothing except for Hawkinson. But I'll tell you this, 
You look at, at, at what Holmes did with moving on from Stafford, who I love. I was a huge Stafford guy. I started years ago when I first moved back and was getting my act together. I'm now 10 years sober, but I was just getting sober. I used to wait. I used to wait on Matthew Stafford at a restaurant called J. Alexander's when he was a rookie. He is a great guy. He cared about the fan, the fan base. He cared about the franchise, but it was time to move on. Yeah. And he, he gave Holmes, it a good run. Yeah. Listen, it wasn't his fault. He had bad moments <laughs> here and there. If you want to try to blame Stafford, which many people did here, they called him stat Padford and all the nonsense you're being, you're being short-sighted and silly, but it was time to move on. And Jared Goff is not, not saying he's the answer to me. I like it as we're degenerates to playing poker, which I love. It's like having aces. You can, you can fold Jared Goff. You could, you know, bet the, the pot on him. You can just call, you can limp in who knows what Goff's going to be, but it's about the future. And you have flexibility with Jared Goff. Yeah. I mean, I would be surprised if Jared Goff is the long-term answer answer in Detroit, but, too. and, and he doesn't have McVay in his helmet. We'll see the, the, the Jared Goff, Dan Campbell relationship. To me, these guys seem polar opposites, like a warm weather quarterback who's, ah. you know, doesn't know where the sun rises well, versus Dan Campbell. I, and maybe, maybe fairness, opposites attract and they can make it work. If but. you peel away the layers of Jared Goff, at some point, hyper competitive athlete, yeah. number one pick in the National Football <laughs> League. He went to the Super Bowl it's two years ago. He's twenty six. Last year, he beat Russell Wilson on the road in the playoffs. That is so. I, th- so there's something there. I you, always like to take, make fun of Jared Goff, but there must be something there. T- you know, sometimes it's just one ingredient that was causing the dish to taste like shit. <laughs> you ah. take a little of that West Coast pressure salt, that Sean McVay, shut the fuck up, dude. Pressure salt. And maybe this is the place he needs to be. Maybe he needs to have a simpler uh, set of coaches around him. Maybe he wasn't made for the fucking nerds version of football, AKA Sean fucking McVay. And yeah. so and listen, the, the lines could have done much worse in the trade for Stafford than getting Jared Goff. They could have done look well, at yeah, some of these and, starters and, and around draft, the league and right draft capital too. I mean, I think for the Lions, like a best case scenario is kind of what the Panthers did last year. New head coach where they're competitive in games, covering some of these spreads because they're getting a bunch of points, but ultimately only five wins, but you see some progress or promise for the next well, year. And let's let me quick hammer these out while we're sure. talking about it. Cause the win total is at four and a half over minus one fifty, under plus one twenty. They of course five and eleven last year, going under six and a half. Uh, to, to win to the the division, this is insane. I mean, this is almost insane just because there's only four teams, twenty eight to one. I just uh, had a friend bet it yesterday. Like <laughs> <laughs> NFC a hundred to one, Super Bowl two hundred to one. Sean to make the playoffs. Yes. Seven teams make the playoffs to make the playoffs. Seven fifty, seven and a half to one, minus fourteen hundred. They missed the playoffs. Obviously. Uh, probably the odds on favorite to be the worst team in the NFC. Well, Ryan, it, it is interesting. The juice is right now because it's moved down to four and a half, minus one fifty on the over. So you got it. Smoking mirrors. Yeah. Smoking mirrors. <laughs> You're getting plus odds to take the under on the Lions. Yeah. That's how often does that happen? We got guy. We got dogs on the team like Jamal Williams. Dog. Yes, we are super high on Jamal Williams this year in fantasy one because Anthony Lynn likes him, and Anthony Lynn has been very straightforward as far as he says he likes the guy. That guy is going <laughs> to get a bunch of targets, a bunch of carries, and I'm, I'm not quite as high on DeAndre Swift. I think he's a little Whoa. overdrafted fantasy wise, but Jamal Williams, I think, That's- and that, and I'll I'll jump ahead to my prop bet. Jamal Williams over five twenty-five and a half rush yards. I really like that. Oh, as a, damn it, two in a row. I uh, agree. Well, you're with me. Well, on that I, I wanted to ask Dan. He's closer to the to the situation. We're, we're obviously just reading the the beat reporter's words. 
uh, Jamal Williams is going to have a meaningful role in this offense. Like DeAndre, he's gonna, right? Okay. He's going to have a very, a very meaningful role. A, and, and you mentioned Swift. I love DeAndre Swift. And I know he's going to probably, especially in Detroit leagues, be drafted way too high. Overdrafted. But yeah. you look at that one two punch there. Listen, the offensive line, you got Panay Sewell, who obviously I think was a steal at 21. You look at, um, or the first, the first round where they took him. You look at Vitae, you look at Ragnar, Ragnarok. I mean, the offensive line could be a lot better than people think it's going to be, but it's going to be a one-two thing. And DeAndre Swift's had a lot of injury problems. So Jamal Williams has done it before. You mentioned Anthony Lynn likes him. I like Anthony Lynn as a coordinator. I think he's going to kind of mix things up. And, you know, there's not – the wide receiver depth is non-existent. So unless Calvin Johnson wants to unretire and stop bashing the Lions after the Hall of Fame. <laughs> so you're going to see the Lions under Dan Campbell's kind of premise is – be this rough and tumble team and be bite kneecaps off on defense, but really be gritty on offense. I mean, I think you're going to get a lot of carries from Swift and a lot of carries from Williams. So I like your, your feeling on that, that Jamal, Jamal Williams prop, but I think DeAndre Swift's going to have a pretty good year too. Out of the back. What, well, what about, um, what about uh, kind of keeping an eye on Amon Ra St. Brown? There's like a lot of rumors that maybe he's going to be involved. Maybe Kramer, we do a ton of the uh, underdog, uh, uh, best balls and uh, use a promo code SGPN and get a free twenty to five bucks on that. But the like the best ball uh, where you're where you're drafting eighteen rounds is it worth taking a shot on Amon Ross St. Brown? What have you heard about him so far in I, camp? I'll tell you if you're gonna look at and we know you guys know this and I've covered the lines for a long time and many many a mini camp many a training camp and I, I will tell you one of the last few times that I really knew someone was gonna be special was the first time I saw Kenny Galladay. Uh, he has been, he has been buzzing about St. Wow. Uh, Brown. He has been probably, I don't want to say the greatest player in camp because that's not true. But when you think about the guys that I trust, they cover the team a lot closer than I do that are there every day and all the different things that you've seen in, in training camp, which is not a, a ton to read into sometimes. Um, I'm trying to remember why can't I remember his game right now? He came from the Broncos and the Rams, the running back that and won a Super Bowl. He, he looked amazing a couple of years ago too. And he ended up getting cut, but he's say Brown has, been, has gotten a lot of buzz and I think he's going to be a part of, listen, it, it's the one position that you're completely lacking at. I mean, all due respect to Paraman and Tyrell Williams and yeah, you got some retreads, but he's going to be a part of this offense. Jared Goff and him already have, you've already seen that report in training camp. That's true. And we'll see how he progresses. But yeah, he's, he's definitely worthy of some, of some buzz right now. There, uh, I saw, I saw someone make a reference to the, it looked like the rapport that uh, a young Jared Goff built with Cooper cup. So mm. if that, if that's true, I mean, uh, we need, and, and Sean little, little, I, I read that a week ago. I've been picking up shares of Brown <laughs> in best ball. Cause again, you no, can get him for fun. basically free at the end there. Uh, I, there to me as, as the ultimate contrarian, I will say I have, I mean, much like I, I went on a limb and, and threw out the Texans to make the playoffs as a fun, <laughs> a fun prop at 13 to one. I, I am, I am finding myself thinking the Detroit lions are going to be a fun team to take cover this. I, like if we yeah. finish this they're, year, they're, Dan they're, Campbell finishes like 11 and six against the spread or something like that. Cause this team, well, and Ryan, they're favored in zero games right now yeah, on the look be, ahead line. They will be favored at zero games. And by the way, CJ Anderson was the running back. I was thinking, oh, that's of. right. Yeah. I, he looked great. He looked great in trading cap, but he got cut. So it's one of these things where I think the perfect, and this is why I'm, you know, with all due respect to my sycophantic, you know, idiot friends, some of them <laughs> that are saying 10 wins a lot. I mean, come on that. What I can see 
is the Lions will probably be favored in zero games. They might be double-digit dogs in plenty of them. I don't want to say half because the NFL is still this era of parity. Um, but I could see them being a team that wins five, six, or seven games that is in a ton late, yeah. kind of like the 0-16 team that was – and not that it's saying anything, the greatest 0-16 <laughs> team in sports history. They were in over half their games. Yeah. A lot of those games came out in the final possession in, in, in 2008. So I think that's the, the high side for the Lions. They'll win a couple games they shouldn't. They'll cover a bunch of games. They'll have a winning spread record, but they're they're not going to win more than five or six. But they'll, they'll have a chance to win a bunch of games that they shouldn't, and they'll lose them because they're not ready to win yet. They don't have the kind of horses in depth to be able to beat a team like Green Bay or Chicago, even though I think they're going to be down in some ways in certain situations. So in Minnesota, for sure, yeah. um, in the division, that's where I'm at with the Lions. Yeah, you can get uh, the over under on Detroit division wins is one and a half. Uh, again, same Ooh. thing. You got to do minus one fifty. On, you got to take minus one fifty well, on the over. Uh, you know, bad teams, Ryan. We always talk about bad teams. What is their Super Bowl for the Lions? Their Super Bowl is going to be some of these home division games if they're not competing for the playoffs, whatever. But maybe the Bears at home. That's when they get up for the game, or, or the Vikings Minnesota. at home. Yeah, I, that's when they get up. I think smart people are going to make, and, and this is going to be the ultimate <laughs> clip. Smart people are going to make money betting the Houston Texans and Detroit Lions this year. Uh, 100%. Uh, I'll throw out my uh, prop for you. Jamal Williams over 725 combined, combined. yards. Okay, yeah. Parlayed. Oh, let's with go. With Hawkinson to go over five and a half receiving touchdowns mm. plus 450. Okay. That's a nice, that's a nice uh, dog. Oh, you, you stole, you stole mine. Mine, mine's Hawkinson. By the way, I got it no. at five. Is it moved to five and no, a half? I, I took a sucker bet there, but it, it was a fun <laughs> sucker bet. Yeah, I think Hawkinson, this is the one of the few things, the, the few good things that uh, the previous, you know, regime did when you look at Bob Quinn and he obviously was good at evaluating pros, but not college players. I, I didn't like the fact they took, I mean, there's only been what five tight ends taken in the top 10 in the last what four, four decades. And Mike Dicka was one of them. So <laughs> I, I just, I thought it was terrible to, to take him that high. But he is a specimen, and if there's, if there was one or two or three bright spots last year in an awful year, he was definitely one of them. I think he's not only going to go over five; he might have eight or nine touchdowns because the Lions are going to be down in a ton of games. There's not a lot of wide receiver depth. I think the O line is going to block better than some think it will, and definitely did last year. I think Pitty Sue will be a big part of that. Yeah, and if they're going Hawkins up against if they're going up against prevent defense, that soft stuff under the middle, and I I I thought you know. Fantasy wise, Hawkinson maybe slightly higher than than he should be, but again, thinking about the middle of the field uh, against Prevent certainly makes him enticing. We didn't even tell Dan about our uh, narrative to uh, pump up the other Iowa tight ends. Oh of yeah, of course our, our Iowa it's tight, more an anti Kittle. Our Iowa tight. Well, uh, of course we have t- uh, Hawkinson is number one uh, Iowa tight end, then Fan, and then George Kittle. That piece of shit. <laughs> We just like we just like making fun of George Kittle. But yeah, I mean I'm I'm super high on Hawkinson as well, obviously, Sean. Made him my number three. Number three fantasy tight end. Kramer, let's uh let's get through the schedule, see where we're at here. All right. Let's walk four. All right, so we gotta find five, Sean. We gotta yeah. find five. All right. Uh Detroit starts with San Francisco at Green Bay, Baltimore at home, at Chicago. Oh. Can you say one and three? If not, I think not only one and three, I'll tell you this, they'll lose to San Fran. They'll be close in green Bay because They always are. It's a Monday night football game. They'll get blasted by Baltimore. And I could, I, I'm not saying that I'm, I'm calling for it right now. I know Justin strawberry fields look great in the preseason. <laughs> I am not high on Chicago. 
I think the Lions could go in there and that could be their one crazy first half of the season upset, but they'll probably lose. So one and three, Oh, and four is, is probably uh, the best. I love that. Give me one and three. And I think it might be week one against the Niners and fuck I, up, I, fuck up everyone's survivor. Pool. I I'm, I'm slightly higher on the bears uh, than Dan, but I'll, I'll go, I'll go with you one and three and don't the Ravens going on the road, non-conference road game, maybe may a surprise there, but the, the 49ers messing up everyone's uh, survivors. <laughs> that would be funny. That would be funny. Especially, especially one of the ones I'm in. It's $300 an entry. Oh, it's got like 125. Yeah. We're 000. in the, uh, we're in the circa one, which is super fun, <laughs> but that's like a thousand bucks. So we yeah. can't mess this well, up. Well, last one, year, right? what? Like 30, 40% of the pool lost when the yeah, Colts they all dropped had, the they all had the Colts <laughs> against the Jags and that, that uh, blew up. We were dancing one. on their graves at Minnesota. Since he had home at the Los Angeles Rams, Philly at home, there's two winnable games right there, but they're only going to win one of them. One and three, Dan. Yeah, I, I agree. And, and I think that the, the Stafford redux game is going to be interesting. I thought for sure that'd be a, a nationally televised game, but I mean, the Lions are going to be a bad team. I think, I, I think Minnesota is not very good. And this is the last, mm. last gasp effort for them with some of their players. And I think Kirk cousins is overvalued too. And I, you guys have talked about Minnesota in the past with me. I think that could be a win. It likely won't be. I'm not calling for these wins because the Lions aren't going to win many games. Cincinnati's <laughs> interesting. I think they're going to be a lot better. I mean, obviously Burrow's healthy now, but it's not like Cincinnati's gangbusters, so they no. can win that game at home. And then you know Philadelphia. Who the hell knows with Philadelphia? Yeah, I'd rather just trust a cheesesteak than the team itself. <laughs> cheesesteak is consistent. I'll give you that. Yeah, always from Geno's. <laughs> it sounds like I should go two and two here. Huh? Uh, I'm going one and three, and even I'm that going is- one and three. All right, I'm going to go. I one think and th- I think the Bengals are this spot. <laughs> one and three as well. Uh, Philly, a tough out, uh, as you always remind exactly. me. Sean. Uh, middle of the season, they got the Tom Brady treatment by in the middle of the year at Pittsburgh, <laughs> at Cleveland, Chicago at home on Christmas and minute, or I'm sorry, Thanksgiving and uh, Minnesota Min- at home. Uh, one and three, because I the Lions like the Cowboys, they do struggle on Thanksgiving. Uh, not to ruin your holidays, Dan, but yeah, and I, I think one and three, they can win. Uh, they'll win one of these division games, but I it feels like it won't be the Thanksgiving one. It's amazing. I I've been to I'm 44 now. I've been to I think 31 Thanksgiving games, and for such a long time, the Lions were great on Thanksgiving. They had like a decade where Peyton Manning and freaking Joey Harrington came back, and they <laughs> lost by an average of like 38 points. I think they're going to beat Chicago on Thanksgiving. They'll probably yes. lose the Minnesota game. I think they lose both to Pittsburgh and Cleveland. So I'll go one and three, but a small chance. If there's a one and a, over one and a half prop, take it plus the 130. Because I think they could beat Chicago. I mean, I told you I'm not in yeah. Minnesota either, but I think they definitely beat Chicago on on Thanksgiving. And all and all the Lions fans that want to call in now to my station and, and tweet <laughs> about how the Lions blew it, but I'm taking Justin Fields. I think they'll calm down for a minute. They'll have like four picks. So you're both going one and three. Yeah, yeah, one and three, two and two, baby. Wow, right. He's uh, higher than the Lions fan. There we go. You know, childhood memories of loving uh, Barry Sanders. Uh, d- next up, last four before the bonus spot, and this is tricky. At Denver, Arizona at home, at Atlanta, at Seattle. Yikes! I, they, you know what? I think just the just the fact that their coach is at some point in this season going to headbutt a man with a helmet on—that's going <laughs> to keep this team going one and three. My dad, I mean, Dan Campbell is a lock for most uh, most likely to bleed on screen during a game. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, like you can just likely, see it. And most likely to swear in front of small children at some point. Well, and <laughs> and again, we we talk about the decaf nose beers, Ryan, the smelling salts. Yeah. We it, I will be extremely disappointed if there's not some <laughs> video of him ripping smelling salts on the sidelines. He's he's a lock there. I mean, if Jim Moore Jr. is gonna rip uh, smelling salts, certainly Dan Campbell is. Uh, this is a not a good part of the schedule for the Lions. Yeah. I mean, you got three road games, and even I'm not super high on the Cardinals, but uh, I think matchup wise, that could be tough for them. I'll go zero and four, unfortunately. Well, I'm just gonna do this because one of my good friends, I call him Baby Dave, because he is a baby, is a huge Broncos fan. He's from Detroit, but he's always <laughs> lived here his entire life. I lived like 15 different places, always been a Lions fan. And that was the extra game they added. I, I think the Broncos quarterback situation is Garbanzo beans and they all wanted Aaron Rodgers. Is it going to happen? So I think you look at that Denver game and I, I'm not saying they're going to win it, but I think they go one and three and that could be a win. And you mentioned Arizona as well. Lions have played Arizona. It seems like five in the last six years. Yeah. Enough of the freaking Cardinals. You know what? Yeah. I'll, I think I'll one give, of those two games could be a win. I'll give, I'll give them one and three. I'll give yeah. them one and three. Yeah, one and three. And then the bonus spot. Green Bay at home, Sean. We both gave this one to Green Bay earlier in the episode. Yeah, gonna get it. So we got to hold true. Dan, do the does Detroit have a chance against Green Bay? Well, no. But I, I, if it comes down to that game for the Packers getting to the playoffs or winning the division, and the Lions have improved throughout the season, like I mentioned, is was the goal for me as a Lions fan this year to see them go and start competing better throughout the year, play better late in games, not blow as many situations. As the Patricia regime did, I could see the Lions if, let's say, golf's playing well and you've got enough juice on offense, the defense is playing at least moderately well to hang in the game. Because I'm not that high on Green Bay either. I mean, I love Aaron Rodgers, but I think that could be a, a weird scenario, like a crazy upset. The Lions have kind of owned Green Bay for the better part of five years, hey, especially. That's what's great about the, the division road. games. But I, I doubt they're going to win that game. But if it beats something for Green Bay, you never know with that division game. Kramer, what, what was my final record then? Four Wait, and thirteen. So, so, are you giving that a win or a loss, Dan? I'm gonna, you know what? Just for shits and giggles, yes, win. I'm gonna give it a tie. A tie. Oh wow! <laughs> no, we have never seventeen. Seventeen. It's first ever tie predicted. Let's go. In the go. history of the sports gambling podcast. All right, Dan coming out strong with a, uh, and this is a really creative way to pick the under and still be optimistic with a, yep, a tie. Four twelve and one, nice. With a tie with the Green Bay Packers to end the year, <laughs> Sean, you have them going four and thirteen. Okay, uh, I have them going five and twelve. I kind of like Dan's idea of sneaking a tie in there somewhere. Dan Campbell <laughs> is the ultimate tie coach. Uh, does, That's great. Unfortunately, I don't think they get Houston this year. That would be the the ultimate yeah. tie. Uh, be like the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, uh, or the stupid bowl. <laughs> But future stuff, I don't know. None of it really is interesting. Make or miss playoffs. No. Not, the the odds are juice. But the fact that you're getting plus one twenty on the under, uh, I'm on board there. Kramer, any any other uh, futures bets for the lines or stuff you like there? I just gave you like the bull case, and they only got to five wins. It's yeah. gonna be a tough situation. I I like none of them. I looked at every I've looked at every futures bet since the draft. That after the draft, and the training camp started. There is not one futures bet that I think has any value for the lines. Uh, yeah, I mean, maybe if Detroit's picking number one, you you look to the uh, you look to the draft market and see see which uh, quarterback you guys will. Sure. Oh, well, I'll give you one. I'll give you one. Uh, the one that I think is that a lot of my people that I know that are that are either hating like Lions fans or like cynical Lions fans, or they're just being weird are taking the Lions to have the worst record in the NFL. I think it's plus three fifty. 
I think that's not a good bet. No. The Lions are not going to have the worst record in the NFL. No, no. That's I mean, none of these teams where everyone's oh they're good. I mean, I don't know. They the, at, at at three to one. That's not that's not a great no. value at and all. And the zero seventeen bet is even stupider. I think that's. 10 to one or whatever it is. That's yeah. they're not Dan Campbell. He's going to run out in the field. If they're going to go on <laughs> 17, yeah, that, that, that man is not letting them go yeah, completely. If they, if they defeated. go Owen 16 into the Packers game, he'll coach that game. Naked guaranteed. <laughs> I really was trying to get the bears to finish in last place and the lions to finish in third. That's just, that's not realistic. Yeah. No. Couldn't pull it off. I wish it was. All right, Dan, uh, any other win totals or bets in the division that you like for the NFC North? Maybe an under on one of these other teams or uh, make miss playoffs conference, anything else in the, uh, in the division jump out at you? Well, you know, like I mentioned, I am not like, I'm really not buying green Bay. I understand, mm. you know, what Aaron Rodgers could do for you. And I, I, I just, I, I just think there's going to be dysfunction again. I think 10 is too high for them, but I mean, they play in a bad division to me. So that's a, that's a tough one. But if you, I know you said you're high on the bears seven and a half, uh, is that, I don't know if that's the numbers you guys are working yeah, on yep. 10 for the yes. Yeah, so seven and a half to me. I just, it smells to me like an under it really mm. does. That's the one team that I think, and if it gets to eight, definitely take it. Cause then you're probably at worst getting a push. I know there's the extra game. The bears should be above 500, but I just think Justin Fields is going to struggle at times. I mean, obviously it's Andy Dalton's team. He said it. It's my <laughs> team for now, young they tweeted out QB one. They can't yeah, go back from that. And all due respect, I loved Andy Dalton like 10 years ago. Yeah. But I'm going to go under with the Bears. The mm-hmm. Vikings line, uh, I, I don't really, I mean, it's nine. I, 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 I'm not high. On, I'm not high on the entire division, to be honest. Yeah. I think the division is going to have trouble. So I would go under on those two, but I'm going under on the Bears for sure. Bramer, where are you at? What are your what are your best bets? Oh, for you lock. I mean, I'm I'm just gonna just gonna Taylor Swift brush that off my shoulder. <laughs> Packers over, lock that up. Packers yep. win the division, lock that up again. Jockey, an- but yeah, I'm with you. So we we thought it was crazy when when I had the Bucks three wins clear of the of the division. I have the Packers six wins <laughs> clear of anyone else oh, in the division. My God. What record? What record? Do you he, have has, he has the Packers fourteen and three, and he has the Vikings in second place at eight and nine. All right, if the Packers go fourteen and three, I'll say you guys like a dozen chili dogs. Oh, Detroit oh. dogs. Yes, please. I love it. Hopefully, I'm not back to soy boy hey, at that. Point. But I will agree with you on this. Even though I'm down on the division as a whole, the Packers are going to own it because I think the Bears and Vikings and Lions are not that good. So they could go five and one in division, and we'll see what they do outside of the division. But yeah, the Green Bay should go over that number. I just I, like I said, the, the one play I have of those three I, I mentioned is under on, on Chicago, but Green Bay, I mean, they should win at least 10 games, if not 11 or 12. I'll lock up Chicago as well. Under Kramer's locking up the under on Chicago. I'm going the over other way. I think, I think they Ooh. are a 500 team or even, even they could be sub 500 at eight, nine again, Nagy never had a losing record. I, I think they get to eight wins. So I feel good about that. And then the other lock is yeah. Green Bay to win the division at minus one sixty. This is more just a fade against the Vikings, which right. are plus two fifty to win the division. I just don't see that. There's no one else that can win the division. Unless Green Bay can unless Rodgers gets hurt in week two yeah. and is out the season. There's no one, I think, that has I know that people will say Minnesota's got enough talent. I don't see it. And I've seen these teams up close for years, obviously. Well, and there's no one else that can win the division other than Green Bay. That's yeah. why the Lions are 28 to 1 or whatever it is. And there, there's no chance. I mean, the, the Green Bay's going to win this division. And laying 160 is really not that bad of a price. No. Yeah. 160 is a uh, pretty solid price. Kramer. 
We did it. We did it. Uh, wrapping up the podcast. Big thanks to our guest Dan Leach. Give him a follow on Twitter at Dan Leach ninety seven one. Check him out. Change your life. It will. It is. A, it is a life changing experience following Dan on Twitter. Uh, tweets out a bunch of uh, fun sports stuff and and fun life stuff. Give him a follow. Check, check out the show. The uh, the Leach Task Force on ninety seven one. The ticket and uh, does a ton of stuff. With Vison as well, Dan. Appreciate you uh, calling into the show. Thank you for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast. For the Sports Gambling Podcast, I'm Sean, second the Money Green, and he is Ryan. Unrelated to the NFC North, Sean, but I just got alert on my phone. Only three weeks left to draft underdog fantasy football teams. Kramer, let it ride.